It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Three Man Rush. We want to welcome you back to another episode. Could be our last episode before football season is over, college football-wise. Um, we've got a national championship coming up. That's the last game of the year, if I'm not wrong. I don't think there's any other bowl games coming up. I remember there used to be like the uh, Go Daddy Bowl used to be right around now, like January 6th, 7th. It was a nice little, you know, uh, you know, tie you over into the national championship game. That game's no longer. So we've got Georgia TCU that we're going to preview, and we're going to talk a whole bunch of stuff that's going on in the world of college football. But first, want to get some fumble and gift basket. Uh, who, who wants to go first on that? Uh, Calvin, you go first. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll start with my fumble. It uh, it goes to the University of Texas A and M. Uh, Bobby Petrino was hired as our offensive coordinator today. I, you know, I understand the idea of getting a guy like Bobby Petrino, but it, it's very hard to look past the uh, the history of Bobby Petrino and everything off the field. And, and winning football games is very important in my life and very important in the lives of a lot of Texas A&M fans. But, I mean, they're getting used to these four-win seasons. And to hire – to sell your soul and get Bobby Petrino, it just seems like it's a little much to win six, I mean, seven games. Yeah, I mean, they are, they already got a coach – their defense coordinator kind of killed somebody on his killed last somebody. team. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is he one of the Utah coaches? No, it's DJ Durkin. What team? DJ Durkin is for AM, but he used to be at Michigan and Maryland. Oh. At Maryland, he kind of sort of maybe is responsible for somebody dying. So never a good one. No. But, but so is Brian. Do Cal- I expect anything else from AM? No. No. But also nobody, you know, nobody's like shitting on LSU for having Brian Kelly. And Brian Kelly, I mean for all, all purposes, all accounts and purposes, probably killed somebody. Oh, yeah. Jim, Jim Beheim right up there, killed somebody as well. Got standing ovation for it. <laughs> that was a tough one. Hey, let's not forget that somebody got shot and killed in Baylor's basketball program, like, in this century, and it just seems to be overlooked. Oh, yeah. And the and you know how many games they, they had, uh, res, you know, how many wins they had rescinded from that one? Zero. No yeah. postseason ban, nothing. Kid was killed. And it was literally mic'd up. Like you heard the whole conversation. Yeah, but uh, Oklahoma State did pay uh, uh, Jawan Evans or whoever thirty dollars. So you know, can't can't have them in the postseason. I uh, I'll go just gift gift basket to the NBA right now because I mean, uh, people are just putting on up like historic performances like night after night. Seems like 
Luca had 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists like a week ago. Giannis had 55 points last night and doesn't even seem like it's relevant because, I mean, Donovan Mitchell had 71 and like two nights before then. So, I mean, NBA is going crazy right now with a. Uh, I said, uh, I said like 40. I saw a stat today that said 40 point uh, performances this year. There's already been 88 40 point performances this year, and then 20, and that's more than the entire 2018 season. Wait, there was 88 so far this season? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. So why is that? Because there's just, just better scoring, I guess, somehow? I think there's just more talent than NBA, more talent than NBA right now than there's ever been. Yeah, I guess. But also, there's just like more ball dominant players. Like, there's more, you know, like they run a pick and roll for Luka every single time the Mavs do. It seems like ISO ISO ball is kind of taking over right now. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy though that that stat. That's pretty crazy. I mean, hey, do I uh, seventy one last night? You probably hit the uh, you know first half over by himself. He only had sixteen yep. points in the first half, actually. Wow. No, I just meant the total game. He probably hit you know. Oh yeah, pretty incredible amount. Do I sound okay? No, no. All right, I sound like so. you're in a tunnel a little bit. Well, I am. Why are you just doing the pod from a local tunnel? Well, I got new headphones, and I'm just trying to see. I'm just going to go back to my normal routine. Nah, trying something. It was a good attempt. Um, I have a fumble. Uh, Skip Bayless, he's so stupid, man. I mean, we all knew he was stupid, but, like, this stupid. Dude, How? like, I don't understand how you could even say to play that football game with watching someone get CPR for nine minutes. And Skip just trying to make it about himself once again for the millionth time. I hope Skip Bayless gets fired. I'll say it. Well, he deserves to be. Should have been yeah. fired a long time ago for putting out stupid-ass tapes his entire career, but this one just went over the line. It doesn't seem like he's going to get fired, unfortunately. I don't think he's going to get fired. Mission what did he say again? What, him. what was the tweet he was, he he said, was tweeting out like that um, – it doesn't matter that someone's hurt right now. Like this is a big playoff game or big game with playoff implications and a bunch of bullshit. I was like, dude, someone just might've died on the, let, let me find the tweet. Let me I feel like he didn't say anything that crazy. Yeah, he said, um, I think people might've in- interpreted it the wrong way. Like I think he might've tweeted it a way that he didn't mean to, but still. It was I got the tweet. tweet. I got the tweet. He said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, dot, 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 which suddenly seems so irrelevant. I feel like that's not that bad. If you would have said, if you would have said something like rightfully so at the end of the tweet, like it seems so irrelevant, rightly, rightfully so, it would have been interpreted a little bit different, but I think he just worded it very poorly. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, I think he probably worded it poorly. It's just like, I mean, we, we also we were all kind of wondering the same thing, like how are they going to make it up? Now, I mean, all of us should, you know, obviously take his Demar Hamlin's health and all that stuff into account. Um, that's the for, you know forefront of our minds. It should be, but we all were kind of like, oh, well, what are they going to do now? That was he said next. afterwards. He said afterwards in a tweet. He said nothing more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and will continue to. I feel like yeah. he kind of got the the scapegoat pretty quick. Yeah. Well, okay, and- that's fair. Then here, I'll change my fumble. Then, then fumble to all the fans that were out there going after T. Higgins, like just like yeah, death threats ridiculous. and stuff. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I will say though, Wait. I feel like when athletes say they got death threats, most of the time it's somebody that is just like, "Hey, man, kill yourself." And I'm not saying it's a cool, but 
and it's not, you shouldn't do it, but I'm not exactly sure that I consider that like a death threat. You know what I mean? Is that, well, I is made that stupid a... of me for to say? I mean, I don't know. There's just a ton of people like saying it should have been you, like all this bullshit. He yeah, didn't yeah, mean that's to. Crazy. That's wild. No, it's definitely no, I'm, I made a I made a point yesterday saying because that that play, he didn't even take like a that crazy of a hit. Like no. what's the difference of T. Higgins like lowering his shoulder and Jamar Hamlin's chest like that? What's the difference between that and like Giannis just bowling over somebody trying to get to the rim? No, like, that, that's, mean, that's the same as that type of hit. It just states like, I mean, he did I guess he just got hit just right. Yeah, and I mean, dude, you see people get knocked out from things that really don't hit them that hard. It just hits you right in the right spot. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a completely different thing, but, you know, it's just the human body is different. Uh, I didn't feel like it was because of the hit, though. I mean, it, it definitely could be, but I felt like it might have just been a cardiac event that was just spurred by, I mean, he might have an enlarged heart, something like that. Um, I don't want to speculate because I, no, I have no clue at all. Yeah, uh, well, We've seen basketball and soccer players, like, you know, collapse on the field because of uh, heart issues. There has been a little bit of good news. It says that he is improving a little bit, his breathing. So Really? So is he not intubated anymore? No, he still is, but they, they okay. took the, his – he was on oxygen, like 100% oxygen yesterday, yeah. and now he's only at 50% oxygen. Oh, like, so that's he's, good news. Yeah, so, I mean, just keep praying for him. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Calvin, you – was that who, – who said that? that oh, Skip Bayless, that was Tom. So who wants no, to – you got one, Drew? I just did my gift basket for the NBA. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, I'll give a fumble out to uh, whoever, whatever message board rumors are going on about Oklahoma State. I'm just tired of hearing people tweet cryptic things. Obviously, something is going wrong. Obviously, there's something going on behind the scenes. Nobody knows anything. Stop tweeting emojis. That's all I have to say. Like the oh. people that are like, oh, eyeball, eyeball, I know something. I don't care. You you obviously don't. You're just getting followers. You're just getting likes, clicks. Like you don't know anything. Um, that kind of stuff is absolutely just driving me nuts. Yeah, one time – there's a there's OU recruiting uh, Twitter account I follow, and he said, "Big news coming out at 7 p.m. Get your Twitter notifications on." And then 7 p.m. came around, said, "All right, move it back to 8 p.m." And then it came to 8 p.m. and it, all it was was him changing his fucking profile picture on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, you know it got to 8 p.m. He's like, "What do I do?" I think I think he really like, started a whole rebrand thing because I think he started like a company with it. But yeah, I don't I'm, give a shit. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I'd rather have David Hitz in your damn company. I don't care. <laughs> Should we start doing that? Wait, we yeah. got big news tonight. Three Man Rush has a <laughs> big news dropping, and then we just we just we just drop like a you know a new meme every night. We drop <laughs> we drop the date of when Drew gets his ass tat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what would be best, Tom, is if we did it like recruits do. You know they they tweet out a date, with like an eyeball emoji or like signing yeah. emoji. We just yeah. tweet out a date with a with a with a peach. That's the way to do it. Have you decided on that, Drew? It is January. Sometimes we have seen seen the bowl game. Now they didn't win, but we have seen the bowl game. It was a good game. It was a heck of a game. Here, here's my here's my other fumble. Fumble, actually not fumble. Just fuck OSU for losing for losing that game. So they actually they got their sits to win. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean they were gonna they they were not gonna beat anybody else but us. That's just the truth of the matter. That that day we might have lost to FIU, and I really mean that. Tulsa oh. Tulsa would have pantsed us that day in Lawrence. 
But uh, so let's talk about these playoff games. I don't think we've discussed them yet. Um, it's been a little bit now. But what was your first takeaway from TCU Michigan? I don't know if there was something that stood out to you. I'm sure that there was a lot of things that went on in the game. So you got lots of points to make. But I don't know. Whoever's got a big point to make on that game, go ahead. TCU think- was the most dominant football team in the country that day. That's all I'll say. I think uh, people that are calling Michigan fraudulent are maybe like maybe they're not just fraudulent. Maybe TCU has just been undervalued the entire year. Right. Like people people couldn't fathom the the thought of TCU actually being a top four team when in reality they really are. Yeah. Well, they're top two now. That offense, it's nothing to mess with. When you got Quentin Johnson's a freak. You got a Heisman level quarterback. Sabian Williams is good. Darius Davis is good. And that defense, that defense is a lot better than people thought. Well, the defense isn't incredible. Is not like you know, it's going to shut you down every single time. But it is confusing to play against. And all and all that defense needs to do is have one really really good quarter, and that's it. Because their Mm -hmm. offense is that good, and they had that one good quarter in the first quarter, and actually ended up turning into a good half. They only gave up six points an entire half. The second half they gave a lot, but they gave up. It was twenty-one to six at halftime. See, I think I still think Michigan's a top five team in the country, without a doubt. It's just Certainly. I think people just undervalued how good TCU actually was. Right, right. I completely agree with that. No, there, TCU's like offense just has so many different ways it can hit you because, like, let's be honest, Duggan was not playing incredible no. there for a while, and and even with that, they were still moving the ball down the field. Like they they have the running backs, Steve Mercado, and all them. Which uh, who's that other running back that they've got? Who was who was in there for a while? Um, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller. Yeah, Kendra Miller was in there for a while. They got, they got hurt. They got the the double running backs, which are incredible. They've got Quentin Johnson, Jordan Hudson, Tay Barber, Darius Davis, or Darius Davis. They've got so many guys on offense. There, it's like, geez, like how do you stop a team like that? And and they put up fifty one on a team that only gives up thirteen. I, I'm curious to know how Georgia attacks them because obviously, you know, Georgia's been does some defense as well so I'm, I'm really curious to see what that matchup looks like all game long also yeah there's yeah, i've definitely. seen i've seen a lot of michigan fans on twitter and stuff saying that the refs screwed them in that game the targeting probably was a target that i don't think they still think they would have lost that game after and they still got to get down the field and score the touchdown and the that they got called back were i guess they called them out on the half yard line well maybe if your fullback didn't have two toasters for hands you would have scored easily yeah, like, that that seemed like a touchdown. <laughs> Let's be honest. So. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Yeah, when you slow it down, it, it like there was a point to be made that it wasn't, but I mean, it wasn't indisputable. I mean, it should have probably stayed at the touchdown. And for them to lose by six, like that's tough to to look back in that moment. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, not yeah. Yeah, but there's so many, you know. I'm I'm just I'm just saying, so like instead of blaming the refs, blaming the refs. I mean, it's not like that scoring from the half yard line should be that difficult, right? I right. think they scored like 99 out of 100 times, though. Well, but not in that game. I mean, they had they had plenty of opportunities to score from the one. They didn't do it. There was the one where they threw the little screen pass to uh, – I can't remember who it was, but he got, bl- like, blown up by Kamara, and then they ran the uh, Philly-Philly, and that just didn't work at all. So, I mean, there was multiple times that game they weren't scoring. The that, that specific play, that yeah. one play is 99 out of 100 times a touchdown. Yeah. And I just don't yeah, – yes. I don't understand – just give the ball to your best player. There's no reason to hand the ball off to the fullback there. You got four chances. Oh, they, they got cute with it for sure. Yeah. 
No, no reason to run the Philly. You, your offensive line's won the Joe Moore Award for two years straight now. There's no reason to run a Philly special. And it's just hand the ball off to your running back. We're yeah, just if you would have told me that at that point, like if you would have told me that out of those two teams, one of them got cute at the goal line, it, it wouldn't have been Michigan that I thought that would have happened to. You know what I mean? I mean, you're just kind of like going away from your strength of your team well, oh, the certainly. entire season. No, no excuse, no excuse for how bad they played towards the goal line, but Blake Corum being gone in those situations, like that sucks a lot for Michigan. Yeah, it certainly, is. but I'll, I'll give you TCU, you know, lost Kendra Miller in the first half as well. Yeah, but I mean, let, let Kendra Miller also, you know, he still had 57 yards. Blake yeah. Corum was just not on the field, like not even an option. Yeah, but they did destroy Ohio State without Blake Corum as well. You know, they'd proven that they, you know, they're a pretty good team without him anyways. Yeah, but from the one multiple times, you have to change up your options because they weren't, let's be honest, they weren't at the one-yard line against Ohio State very often. Like, they they were just gashing in the whole game. And so it's, it's different when you're at the one needing a big play from a guy that hasn't really had to be there to put it, to put punch it in like that, like like Quorum's been able to. Donovan Edwards, I will say, but Donovan Edwards is, is a, yeah, Donovan Edwards is a very serviceable, back, serviceable backup. Yeah, he'll oh, probably absolutely, the but, next, but if, it's not. It's a little different when you don't. Game, yeah, it's a little different when you don't have your Heisman level running back with you. I understand if what you're, you're saying. Going into, and let's not act like Donovan Edwards had a bad game. He had 119 yards. But yeah, if you're going into a Final Four game, you say, "Hey, well, you want the backup running back who's going to be pretty good, or do you want Blake Corum, who was a Doak Walker Award finalist?" Yeah, no, I get what you're saying um, for sure. Um, I will say TCU has the injury luck has been on their side all season. I mean, we knew that. Yeah, quarterback wise, yeah. but even. I mean, I can't think of a, t- a player on their team that's been injured. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, but that's that's normally that's normally how it happens in football. Like you look at the NFL, a lot of times it comes down to who's the healthiest team at the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, when you're getting into game 15 now for GCU, yeah. right? I mean, I think it's 15 will be the national championship. That's a lot of games. Yeah, that's so many games. I didn't even realize they started playing. 15. You could play 15 now, and if 12, you'll shit. You'll play 17. About. Uh, will the um. The other thing, I mean, we talked about all of TCU's weapons. The other thing that I was impressed by, um, and, you know, you can be impressed by anything on TCU because they continue to win, but was the linebacking play D winners was incredible, but also their offensive line was able to pretty much, I mean, Michigan had to blitz an extra guy to get pressure. That's just, that's the truth. They had to blitz on first and second down just to, to get to, to Max Duggan in the pocket. And, you know, for the longest amount of time, we heard about how physical Michigan is. And I'm not saying Michigan's not physical, but – TCU was not having to rush an extra guy, and they were getting home. They were rushing three and dropping. I can't, can't yeah. believe they're questioning how physical TCU is when they're injuring nine quarterbacks. Yeah, that's year. what I'm saying. They're a very physical team, and that's and especially when you look at their offensive line. It's like six five, three forty on on every guy. And I'm like saying, I watched, yeah, I watched Dylan Gabriel's head look like a Spalding basketball. Yeah, that's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is a very physical team, and this is also a team that like has the DBs for the most part to keep up with any, anybody in the country. And yeah. I don't really know why some of them are just random guys. Like Josh Newton was a guy that was at, you know, Louisiana Monroe last, last year. And he's just shutting what's down a, great receivers. What's the guy's, what's the guy's name? Was it Bud? It's not Bud Crawford. That's the boxer, Bud. the guy that had the pitch six in the first quarter. Oh, Bud Clark. Bud Clark. Yeah. 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 Well, they had a hit, he had a pick six and then D winners had a pick six um, yeah. later in the game. I did feel like he winners little... continues his draft stock continues to just skyrocket. Oh, he's a dog, man. He's good. 
He's really good. Same thing with Hodges Tomlinson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of those guys. Hey, let's uh, Hodges Tomlinson is trying to get like a top 15 draft pick at this fucking point. And Dylan, dude, Dylan Horton had all four sacks. He had four sacks in that four game. Four sacks in a game. Four yeah, that's crazy. That went completely undernoticed. Four sacks yeah. in a game. That's a season's worth for a lot of players. Yeah. For good players. Yeah. He had, um, he had six sacks entering that game. Yeah. And he had four and in one game. You know, you know what's still frustrating? I'm still seeing significantly more stuff about Georgia than TCU on social media. Well, it's because they're favored by two touchdowns. That, yeah. that is that may be the easiest money on earth. It's so disrespectful, man. It, yeah, I, just saw, so disrespectful. I just saw a TikTok hyping up a TCU. It said they were saying they might beat us nine out of a t- nine out of ten times, but not this time. Yeah, but I don't right. understand why they're not getting given a chance. I mean, you look at like Georgia and Ohio State seem pretty similar. I mean, can we agree on that? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in what sense? Like, like the, talent level. Pretty, pretty even game. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it's a one-point game. And, I mean, Michigan beat the shit out of Ohio State on the road, and TCU was able to beat Michigan. I yeah, mean, if you, you, it's transitive property you probably shouldn't get into, but it's – if Yeah, I'm about to say, if you, look at the, if you look at Georgia's schedule and what they did to, like, you know, really good teams all year, that's a – one you can't compare ap- apples to oranges like that. One game is not really. Yeah, I don't know. There's some games that like I'm not super impressed by Georgia. Like I mean, they beat Kentucky by ten. They beat really close. They, they got up. Listen, they got up for all the games they had to get up for. Every game yeah. they yeah. needed to get up for, they got up for. No, every no I was about They're to say because you could you could make that same argument with TCU saying like, oh, they won from behind in pretty much what the majority of their games. Yeah, at some point. No, I'm not making the point. I still, I still believe in Georgia being the best team in the country, but I'm not sure that that line is quite a great line. I think it's more of a, a representation of what people believe the SEC is than the actual two teams that are going up against each other. So, if we were to all put realistic lines on this game, what would it be? <laughs> eight and a half. Five, six and a half. Yeah, I'd, I'd say eight, nine. And actually, I, if I were, to, if I were Vegas, I'd make it seven and a half. That's yeah, probably what yeah, I do. That's probably what, yeah. That's probably right. It's just that the transitive property is tough because, you know, they just lost to K-State, who just lost to Bama, who got absolutely pantsed by Bama. Georgia kind of, you know, played pretty well against Bama. The, the transitive property doesn't necessarily work in this game. Like well, Georgia you, and Bama didn't play this year. You just gotta, you just gotta look at like matchups. But, I think, I yeah. think, T- I think TCU has, I think TCU's DBs are better than Georgia's wide receivers. But I think TCU's I mean, wide receivers are better than Georgia's DBs. I don't know. Quentin Johnson and Keely Ringo. That is going to be a Keely Ringo is getting burnt though by Marvin Harrison. Well, Marvin Harrison, Marvin Marvin Harrison Harrison. is an absolute freak. Yeah, Yeah, I I know, but I'm just telling you, Quentin Johnson's going to be drafted ahead of him. Oh well, yeah, because uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Marvin Harrison can't get drafted yet. He's still got another year. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'm I'm just saying, Quentin Johnson's going to be a top five, top ten pick. I think, I, go top I, 10? I think Keely Ringo will go top 10, though. That's the thing. Maybe. Okay, yeah, I, think I, think, about, I do want to talk I, about the targeting, though, guys. Oh, it was targeting. Oh, yeah. Was, there, targeting. There, there, were, there were three targetings in these last week that were, I thought, were blatant targetings. They all they called, they called all got called back. Every so single the one, one of them. The one in the back of the end zone by Georgia you thought was targeting? Yes. Really? Why? Yeah. Had forcible contact to the head. Yeah, but and the receiver is defenseless. But he didn't he didn't lower the crown of his helmet. It's still, it's con. Oh, I guess I I I get 
get so confused with the NFL because the NFL is contact to anywhere above the head or above the neck. I just didn't feel so, like he launched himself. You know what I mean? If, if he's defenseless and he's, he hits him in the head, then, well, then maybe not, not targeting, sure but targeting. It, not targeting, but it definitely should be unnecessary roughness. I, I mean, it changed the whole game because Marvin Harrison, and when he went out, I mean, Georgia went, won the game and it went on an 18 to three run. Changed the whole game. Yeah. I think I think you got to call at least unnecessary roughness right there. I don't know if it's not like not targeting, but that was forceful contact to the head. He is defenseless receiver. I think there's some got to be a goal there. And speaking of other targeting, how in the hell did they not call that targeting on the USC defender? I mean, uh, holy shit! On Bryson Shaw. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I I mean, dude, when both players are down on the ground with concussions, you you would assume that you would be some there would be some sort of targeting call. But Tulane's receiver was literally knocked out. Like he was. I, yeah. He was down. Both of them were just down on the ground, like in in what's the word? Capacitated. I don't know, but um, he's dead on the <laughs> yeah, ground. Tom, what word know. were you thinking of there, bud? I don't. I don't know. He's dead. Incompetent. I don't know. I don't know. He's dead. It's all matters. Uh, yeah. The one in the TCU game, I don't know if I'm – I mean, I get that it was targeting, targeting, but it was such that a was dumb – It was maybe the dumbest move. Like, yeah, what? He, I mean, he, was al- he was already down, so that's, that's another reason they should have definitely called it. Yeah, I mean, he was already, like, wrapped up. I'm glad that they didn't call it because I think that, like, like the game was over. You know what I mean? Like, But, like, also, I mean, it was targeting. Yeah, if, if if I don't like that because if it's targeting, you call targeting. Yeah, it's targeting. But at that point in the game, like I mean, I'm just saying it would have affected how the game ends. You know what I mean? Because well, of what happened they, during the game. Yeah, that's how they would have had a shot at the end zone for hail mary. Yeah, that's how that game. That's how that works. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I don't know when when the game is already like the game is already over, and then he just was I know, and that that it makes it over, more of a reason to not do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Tom. It's just that's why they, that's why I should have been targeting because if it was targeting, they got to they got to untime down, yeah, take a shot at the end zone for a win, which means yeah, the game I mean, is I over. It just, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was scored? How pissed you would have been as a coach? I, ca- I was, I was rooting for the targeting because I wanted to see what's going to happen. Yeah, more football. Yeah. Well, that play. play, that play was kind of a lateral play, anyways. Yeah, but that they would have had a. I'm assuming JJ McCarthy can get the ball 50 yards down the field. Wait, so Jake, you you think you wouldn't want targeting called if targeting is happening no, in a play? No, I mean, I guess you... I would want it called, I guess, but it's just like the game was already decided, you know what I mean? So, well, so it's still a penalty. Yeah, it's decided if, until... If that is bedlam, if that game's bedlam in the oh, opposite hey, situation, no what, what are you thinking? If that's an OSU game, you want that, you want that play, man. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of either team. So you That's why I said like, if it's bedlam, like yeah, you know, it so, would oh, be yeah, a, if I'm a fan, yeah, if, obviously I'm a, I'm a fan, yeah. I just as a as an unbiased fan, I'd feel yeah, yeah, the game's over. You know what I mean? But it's not over. It's not. It's not over. It's I mean, six, eight, the guy There's with the ball, line. the guy with the ball is wrapped up 13 yards from the first down yeah, marker. But then, no then, then, but then, then some TCU guy, the TCU guy decided, you know what? This game ain't over yet. I'm a I'm target in this whole man's <laughs> career. If it's targeting, then you call targeting. I mean, I guess it, it it just did it wouldn't have even if they call it like okay, how many seconds were left and it's a untimed down. Well, it's untimed down. It's untimed down zone. to get to the end zone from Hail Mary. Do some crazier things. I don't Josh care Josh. where it's from. Hook it, as OSU fans, man. 
Jake, your favorite play in the entire world is a hook and ladder. I cannot believe you don't want to see another play. Oh, I love a hook and ladder. I love a hook and ladder. The game was over, right? But it wasn't over. Right, but it's not, <laughs> oh, like, a face, it's not like a face mask that hindered him from going to the first down marker. He was wrapped up. The well, game, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah. targeting can hinder somebody's brain, so that that yeah. seems like a play that we should. I mean, I'm saying, saying, I, we've seen we've we've seen crazier. Like, remember when Josh Dobbs hit a hammer for the win against Georgia? Yeah, like, that could have happened. These yeah. things happen. No, I, I'm aware that, that that's possible. I'm just saying he that offensive player was not going to gain any more yards, and the targeting. Yeah, but he was but there was a penalty, but there was a penalty. It, yeah, so it should, penalties are because people make. Also, like, they didn't. They also did call it on the field. They went back and then they were like, "Oh, we'll review it." They didn't call it on the field. Yeah, but after they reviewed, it, I'm shocked they didn't call it because because it was targeting. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It was targeting. I don't think it wasn't. I mean, I just there there's certain games where you're like, "This was an epic game." I don't want to see it end up on some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like they oh, should I be decided. Jake I was I'm so. Jake was so happy when he saw that Saints defend or that Rams defender murder Michael Thomas. No, but, no, because that was yeah. that literally hindered the game. Like they were throwing the ball to him and it was midair. He could have caught the but, ball. But it so the play was targeting, correct? So targeting should have been called. Yeah, I'm not saying it should have been. Then, but then it does. Say, I'm not game. saying that you're wrong. I just didn't want to see the game end on some bullshit. If if it's targeting and they don't call it, it hinders the game. I mean, if if that's how you that, believe, that is believe that it. is what happens. Yes. So Jake, hey, that's how Jake, you believe. If, I don't believe that. Jake, if there's a second left in the game, and they go back and call it, are you mad? No, if I don't really care that much. I'm just saying, like, if it was a game that went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and it was an epic game, you know, like that, there was three or four turnovers by each team, you know, just a, a drag out game that was like one of the best playoff games we've ever seen. I don't want to see it end up on like, you know, what I mean, I would, I would rather on see Hail Mary. I thought was better win. What? You don't want to see the game end on a Hail Mary? I mean, that not really. Insane. Like, that would have been, been so cool. That's like, that's like saying you don't want to see a, a a March Madness game end in a buzzer beater. Like, no, it's not. It's not at all. That is the equivalent. Yes, it no, is. It's no, it's not. Yes, it because, is. How is that no, not? not? Because no, it's not. Because a March Madness game is literally like you're 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 watching a March Madness game to cheer for the underdog. TCU so, in this case was the underdog. So so players foul and the ball doesn't even get close to the rim on a three point shot and they're down they're down two points and they it's don't clear, call a foul because it's clear. And then you don't want to call this foul. wasn't a clear path foul that would have been like uh somebody it's still a foul it's still a penalty it is still a penalty okay okay I mean, yeah. so someone Jake say we're playing and Holden just goes and decks someone with zero seconds left and like. Or like right as the yeah, game you're, ends, you're up one. Holden has a clear technical foul. Like, yeah. like, and fail, like they just don't. What call happens? It. What happens? Like, they just call hey, the game because you guys. Okay, I'll just say this: if there's, two, if there's two seconds left and somebody grabs their nuts to the student section, there shouldn't be a technical foul call. That's just stupid. Yeah, but that's but yeah, but like, but you just but don't if, do that. But if that's somebody, so if somebody, what happened in that play? That, yeah, that somebody guy spears was somebody. He was not going any further. The game, but was, he yeah, got, then he got, but then he got speared. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's just like it would have impacted the ending of the game when the and game. He was not happen. fully down yet either. He was still like getting was, tackled he was, after when he got hit. Was, was the whistle blown? Was the, the whistle blown? progress had been stopped? If the whistle, whistle was, was blown, it would have been worse. No, the, the whistle, whistle wasn't blown, blown, so the play was not over. Therefore, if he gets targeted, it's targeting. Therefore, right. they well, get you, a play. You can call it targeting. I'm not disagreeing with you. It wasn't targeting. I'm just saying it would have been a lame ending if they got an extra down and scored. I just think it's lame. I think I've been cool. On a Hail Mary, that's, that's lame. That's, that's so wild. much cooler. 
Because, no, they had four downs to get a first that, down. They didn't do it. I, you know, you know why it's you know why it would be better if they would have called it because then people can't complain about. Well, it, we might we might have had this one extra chance. Now you got a yeah. now you got a fan base saying, well, if we had another chance, we might have scored. So it's like, and no matter and no matter what yeah. you say about how the team played before that play, they still have yeah. that. Hey, we should have got this last chance. That that is what yeah. their their trump card is. We should have got that last yeah, chance. Just, no matter what just, you say about no, the rest of the game. I just it's it to me like say say I don't even know uh, like say Georgia targets Ohio State up like when they're up six. Or like, oh, I don't know, I'm gonna explain this. Like, if if Georgia were, were to have gotten uh, running into the or cheap running into the kicker kick, like flag after Ruggles had already missed the kick, I would have been like, ah, it's stupid. He barely, did, like, you know, what I mean, like the game was already decided. But if it's rough, but if it's a penalty, but that's, it's a penalty. That's, that's a flag. Yeah, okay, but say it, didn't, say it didn't actually impact the kick, then it's like, well, that's stupid. You know what I mean? But you still can't. You, you can't still can't do it. rules. Of okay, the, say they of get the hands to the face. Say they get hands to the face way across the play or something like that. As like, as I said, you cannot break the rules of the game. In the, in the broke <laughs> right, rule. But Tom, but Tom, how many times are the rules broken on every play? Every time, but it's not seen. That was clear. That was clear as day. There are so that many clear the... flags that don't get called, man. Okay, oh, but they were. My but bad. they took time that to review. The they took time to review it. That problem was they took time to review it and still in said that, it wasn't yeah. a flag. Yeah, no, I'm not telling you it wasn't targeting. I never said it wasn't like, targeting. Like, like they had, like they the 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 refs had a chance to right their wrong, and they said, nope, game over. Yeah, I, I just don't have a problem with it, man. I really don't. I think I think you're in a very small minority of that. No, I really don't think yeah. I am. I really think oh, that I, I, people that think I, that was fine. There's a about a hundred thousand for sure yeah. in Michigan that Fort Worth, the Fort Worth Dallas area agrees with Jake. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's about the only about it. No, it's 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 not that I, it's not even like that. I, it would have been Michigan. I've been the same thing. The game was decided. Yeah, I mean, games are decided all the time, yeah, but when a foul like, occurs, it needs to be called. I understand what you're saying. Like, if, if the guy so wasn't there and he just would have ended up getting tackled, then nobody, yeah. it would be a talking point. But the yeah. thing is, it should be a talking point because it was a flag. It should have been a flag. I mean, I guess. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Because you, I mean, I don't know. You just can't, you just they, can't be that stupid in that moment. That guy should be punished for how stupid he was. Yeah. Same with the, same with the Eagles. Like, same, like, Marco like Marco Wilson. Like Mark Wilson got punished for how yes, stupid he was. Yes. You had the game one, he threw his shoe. He's being an yes. idiot. Yes. That was a that was, that stupid. He got flagged for that. Game, though, nah, yeah, but still, but there was like a third down stop. They were at the punt. Instead, the drive continues. Cade York hits a bomb into the bomb into the fog to win. Like yeah, that's I mean, the reason they lost because of somewhat because of a player's stupidity. Yeah, I get what you're saying. This was a different case than the other two. Like the the Eagles saying, like, yeah, we ran into the quarterback, and I, even then, I thought that was lame. Like, like the the play was over. Like, come on, let's just play. But football. don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, like, eh, come on, you know. But there's a reason there's those rules a are in of, place. Like, oh, come in... on, man. Like, you know, what I mean, like, let's just play. The rules are in place for a reason, and when they're broken, that's basically saying, like, oh. We just can, you can just get yeah, but, away with it. But how often do you speed on the highway, man? Like everybody breaks the rules. That's, I just, I just like, I just I like get that. But, but that causes a bad precedent because then refs aren't held accountable to how they should yeah. be. I just like, yeah. I just yeah, like when there's a game, the game, no the Ohio State game either. Exactly. Because. I mean, I, I, like I said, this is not the only case. Like this has happened plenty of times. They just need to get the right call. Like just, those targeting it, calls. It's so much better. It's so much better when there's a game ends with no controversy. Like you know a team won outright because there was no bullshit at the end. I mean, yeah, TCU won. TCU won outright, but Michigan still should have had another chance to win, and they could have won on that play. We we'll never know. But if I'm a Michigan fan, I'll be talking about. I would be talking about that for years. How like, you were going to gain sixty yards on one play. <laughs> 
You had it, but they had a you chance. Had a, let's say like they have the, the like. I'm not saying like if I'm Michigan, I'm saying like we probably wouldn't get it, but I would like to have the chance at least yeah, to try. Certainly. Well, yeah, certainly, but I'm not a fan of either team, so like I can kind of see it where they, like the game was over. You know what I mean? It wasn't though. Is the thing. There, there, if should, you cannot admit that there was a, there's like a definitely a, a feeling of okay, well, it's already over. You know, but I mean? it happened in between the whistles while the play was still in happening. Yes, he was. He did get stopped at forward progress, but that still doesn't take the fact away that he targeted. Like it still happened. It needs to get called. I guess. And, and if it's targeting at the end of the game, the rule is they get one untimed down to play, and if yes, they're down yes. six points, there's still a chance to come back and win the game. Well, I understand the scenario. I mean, I got it perfectly on that. I just think the game, you know, it's if, it's, if, it if, that's, if that's what you're hanging on to win the game, then you probably shouldn't have won. Well, yeah, obviously, I, I like I'm saying, they probably wouldn't have won after, but like they still had a chance. That's yeah, all, that's all I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm never disagreeing with you on that. And if I was a fan of that team, I would love to have that chance. I get that. I mean, you, you, you're you desperate at that point. I'm just but saying, why would you love what to you're hanging chance? on to to win the game? Then that's you probably didn't win. But why would you love to have that chance? Because I'm a, as a fan of that university, you know I'm going to have a bias. But but what but what's the biasy there that the the correct call would should be made? I mean that the game was basically decided, and I want my team to have a flag that didn't really impact the actual game. No, it, it how do you know that doesn't impact it though? Because like, because the guy was not going forward, man. Like the, the, he was not going to make a first. It doesn't down. matter. The flag. The, the whistle, the, the was, whistle not was not called. I mean, okay. At this point, I'm just not gonna. Is, you're not gonna change your argument. I'm not gonna change mine. I still think that the game wouldn't have been affected if they would have flew the flag or not threw the flag. It, it's fine. Okay. Well, the, the better team right. won the game, and that that's just that to me. That's what happened. And and if and if 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 that's what you're you know hoping and wishing on a prayer that you'll you get 60 yards in a play, then I just don't think that you know that's fair. I just think that you shouldn't well, be hanging on to that. So. But, but that, my, is, that is that is entirely fair. I mean, it's fair. It's fair to have that argument, but that, that you that doesn't change the fact that you lost. No, no, no. It, it's fair to have that play. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's entirely sure. fair to have that play. Sure. I mean, yeah. It, okay. There you go. I mean, if Michigan gets that play, yeah. they win the game. So no, 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 no. That's it's fair to have the play. It's fair to have the play. True. It's sure. I mean, hands. it's unfair to not have the play. I mean, I, I guess. Sure. Yes. 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 I mean, not really. I don't really think it. If that was OSU, it, you would be, not unfair. If that was OSU, you would be cheering from the loudest peak of in Stillwater, screaming about how not having that play, screaming about it. I mean, I really just how don't. is it not? How is it fair? How is it fair to not have that play? Okay, give him the play, man. I, I use three wins, three against one. It would have ended the game differently. No, I just that just is gonna be in the pod. So oh well. <laughs> All right, we're talking Georgia Ohio State now. Um, we're over the targeting argument at this point. I mean, I think we're just gonna agree to disagree. Uh hey, can we can we let our fans decide? Like, can yeah. I put a poll on our Twitter? How how should I award it? Is the question. Uh, but put it, do it, do the poll to uh, schedule the tweet for tomorrow though, for sure. We'll just do it for yeah. tomorrow. For they, say like, would you want Michigan to have a Hail Mary chance or something like that? Would you have wanted ta- targeting to give Michigan a Hail Mary? I don't know. We'll word it somehow, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it when we talk there. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I was surprised by Georgia, Ohio State. Certainly, I knew, I mean, I think we all knew that Ohio State had the horses. I mean, they have the guys. Um, but for Ryan Day to come out and put that kind of performance on where, you know, they were probably the better team for three quarters. I was pretty thoroughly impressed. Um, but, again, Come up on the wrong side of it. It's really, really tough to, to swallow for sure. 
sometimes sometimes the team that plays better all game doesn't win. That's just how it goes. But um, like if I'm an Ohio State fan, I'm wondering, I'd be pissed at Jackson Smith and Jigba, just because arguably the best receiver in the country when he's playing. Like you, you, you gotta think that they would have a much better chance of winning that game. Probably would have won if he would have played. Yeah. I mean, was he healthy to play? He was. Yeah. He he decided he was going to opt out to get ready for the draft. I don't know how healthy he actually was, though. That's the thing. But this, this is my argument. You play college football to compete for a national championship, and he had a chance to do that, and I think he just kind of gave up on his team. True. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, for sure. Um, it definitely I sucks. just sadly I don't think that's why a lot of kids go to college and play college anymore. I think yeah that was probably like back in the eighties and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, well, their, like you're going. The main reason is obviously to, to get to the league and make a lot of money. But yeah, I my thing with the whole like players like sitting out debate, I I don't really know like how like the best way to mend it. But in the end of the day, I'm gonna side on the player every time. Like it's I just. just, I just I, I'll agree opting out of like the cheese at bowl. Something like that that has no, that has like no implications like on how yeah. if you have a chance to win a national championship, but like you're you have a chance to go win a national championship, become a legend in your hometown in Columbus, never have to buy a meal there ever again when once you go there. Instead, you're like, nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the NFL and hope hopefully my guys can do it. I, I think this this to be this thought just came to my mind. We used to make fun of Sam Ellinger a lot. And how all, every time they'd show the the visual of him, wondering, oh, he was supposed to be the quarterback at Texas. Da, 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 da. I I think we kind of take that for granted. There's not a whole lot of guys anymore that go to the school to play for that school. Yeah, at the end of the day, he, he's the guy you want on your team. Yeah, exactly. And those are the guys you want to root for on your team. And it it just sucks that a lot of guys are are just geared more towards the league as opposed to that that yeah. college. That's that's why OU fans love Baker Mayfield so much because he was he was for the university. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't think of. Sam Allinger, you're never going to – I mean, even if he gets really good, same thing with Baker. If he becomes a really good NFL quarterback, we're not going to think of him in his first thought as him on the Colts. We're going to think of him, you know, playing for Texas. Well, and who was uh, – I can't. why can't I think of his name? The quarterback at uh, Ole Miss who got hurt in the bowl game last year. Um, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Another that's guy a, that that's a perfect example of why – like, yeah. I, 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 I know what it – I mean, I get it. Teams are going to get mad and fans are going to get mad about it. But like at the end of the day, it's a player's choice. It's a player's body. Like True, but, especially but, um, that... when it's a playoff, it's different. Like why even play in the regular season? No, I get that. I get that. But like, I mean, like we were saying, like TCU's what on their 15th game. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, and especially like you, you can get a lot of money from an NIL deal, but Jackson Smith Ninjigba is going to get what? Probably yeah. 15. Most going to be something. 15 mil around there. He's going to be a top 10 pick. But, and, yeah. And you, you talk about people not playing the game. You saw Joy Bosa and Kayvon Thibodeau both do that. They both just didn't play at all in their season. And, like, I mean, it worked out for them. And yeah. but you don't think about Kayvon Thibodeau. But if you're, if you're, like, an NFL team, do you look at that and say, like, maybe this is a guy that one on my team? Because it seems like he's just kind of a selfish player. Yeah. You heard Saban, man. You heard Saban talk about it. You're going to impact your, dra- your draft stock more by playing the game. I, I Yeah, it definitely will affect. But I feel like at the end of the day, 
like they're going to be desperate. Like, I don't think the Houston Texans really give two craps about that. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's probably, like, it's probably not a good example yeah. to use like JS JSN for it because like, he's like an insane talent. So people are going to yeah. take a chance on him no matter what. But like, I'm saying like a guy who. Sam Ellinger is like, very good. Yeah. Like a guy like Sam Ellinger. He has a chance to greatly improve his draft stock. But can you imagine if he decided, he, you know what, I'm just not going to play in this bowl game, see, just test my chances in the draft, and then, I don't know. It's just different, I guess. Yeah. And, well, just because. Look at it this year. You you had Bryce Young and Will Anderson both playing their game against K-State. And it wasn't to really improve their draft stock. Their draft stock's pretty much set in stone at this point. It's just, it, they were just there to play with their team, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, they had all of Alabama. I mean, Jameer Gibbs, all those guys had something that, that you know, sacrificed to play, and they all did. I think it yeah. definitely shows, Which like, obviously the Kansas State. Yeah, I think it shows it shows the character of a player like Bryce Young. That, like, he said, I already know I'm probably going to be the number one overall pick, number two overall pick, but I'm still going to go play one last game with my guys. Yeah, and, and no, I understand the, the player side 1,000%. Like, opting out, I get it fully, but – as a fan, like if I see my players say, like I love that guy, like I love oh yeah, guy. absolutely. Yeah. Like if Marvin Mims comes back this year for OU, I like, I don't, he'll probably be one of my top five favorite OU players ever. But yeah, um, like if he doesn't, I still love him, but it's not gonna. I get it, you know. Yeah, no, there's definitely your guys as a fan that you just you know, and it just it just so happens that most of them are there for so long that you get to know their names. You know what I mean? Like you get to know. Uh, how they act on well, social media, whatever that. Yeah, is. especially social media too. Like you really start learning. I mean, half the time, like I mean, you get to a rabbit hole. You'll start seeing like parents, like of players, start retweeting and be like, "Oh yeah, they're funny." Like, yeah. I will say though, football is different though. It's such a violent sport. Like anything can happen in any game. So like when you sit out and you're you're basically like you know you're going to be a first round pick. Like you're guaranteeing generational wealth here for your family. So it's not like right. a whole. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's not yeah. a bad decision. But my thing with the JSN thing is like, dude, if you're not going to play in the playoff, like, why did you play against Arkansas State this year? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's another thing because the playoffs is it's literally the best showcase to show you're the best player in the country. Especially because he'll probably he'd be going Sorry, against up against Keely Ringo. Yeah, so the guy that's supposed to be a top ten pick in the draft. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But let's talk about this actual Georgia Ohio State game, though. I mean. What was what did you guys take away from it? I mean, I know it's crazy the kick, you know, happened in 2022, the uh and then ended in 2023, but like what what other than that, what about the actual game did you guys take away? I thought CJ Stroud played, you know, he played well enough to win the game. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it uh gives me a little bit more, more hope for TCU. Cuz yeah. I mean, it made, it made Georgia look a lot more beatable. Yeah. That defense didn't that defense didn't look great and I would argue TCU's offense is right up there with Ohio State's offense. Uh, yeah. I mean, TCU's offense been top five the entire year. I don't know if that's completely true, but I know for a majority of the year they were leading in a lot of spots. But I, Georgia, I don't know what happened. That looked like a completely different Georgia team I've watched all year. Like that team just didn't look. Stetson Bennett looked rough. Like I don't know that team. That team's beatable. It's definitely beatable. It it man, I just feel I feel for CJ Stroud, dude. He just never ever won the big one. Didn't win yeah. the big one. And a lot of times it was his fault, but that game wasn't. Yeah, like that, like he gave it his all there. Four touchdowns, three hundred plus yards, dude. Jeez, it's just tough to see. How much he scrambled was like very impressive to me because it seemed like it was a pretty easy adjustment for him. 
like he's fast. He he was mobile, um, but he was never doing that in their other big games. And he was basically a pocket passer against Georgia. He started moving out of the pocket and making things happen. And it didn't seem like it was hard. Like it just seemed like, Oh, okay, well I'll just do this. You know what I mean? And like, that was impressive. I think he, you know, I'm going to say something. I don't know if I, if, if it, you know, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but him and Bryce Young both are going to be so special in the NFL. I feel like just, just incredible. And then obviously oh. Caleb Williams deserves to be in that conversation as well, but he's not the same draft. draft I, I'm Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's going to be a superstar. Oh, I can too. And I don't, I don't think it matters where he plays. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, no, if he goes to the Texans, it's going to be Deshaun Watson over again. Well, I hope he doesn't do that. Yeah. No, I'd not not to that extent. <laughs> not to that extent, but I mean the Texans are gonna get probably the highest go to the first round of playoffs and lose. You gotta yeah, put some I mean, people around them. Yeah, I think he'll uh, I think he'll have kind of the Trevor Lawrence effect that, that he had that Lawrence had down in Jacksonville. I think that team will be very good. Yeah, I hope so. It just kind of depends on you what what you want because I think CJ Stroud's probably a more talented pocket passer than Bryce Young. But Bryce Young makes shit happen though, dude. Yeah. Like he can have five guys around him about to get sacked, somehow escape the pocket and find a guy wide open down the field. Yeah, he's incredible. And the crazy part about it is like he's not that big and he can take hits. And it doesn't yeah. look like you guys look like he's trying like that hard. Yeah. Did Just y'all see him it. standing next to um what's his name? Um Mark Ingram. Oh, he's small. Mark Ingram is like five seven. And Bryce Young did not was not much taller than him. Oh, was that like the the coin toss or something? Yeah, I guarantee, or it was a posted game interview. Mark Ingram. I always think of that picture of Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry, where like Derrick Henry's like towering over him. Yeah. So I I guarantee it right now there will be Mel Tucker is going to put CJ Stroud above above Bryce Young because of his height. I guarantee it. I also, I also, and I don't know how much you really put thought in this as an NFL team. You might actually put a little more in it than I am. I, I would. I wouldn't stay away, but I'd be a little more cautious of Ohio State quarterbacks. It's oh, yeah. over the years that they've been kind of iffy once they get to the league. Well, it's even because they're Fields, just though, getting... even with Fields' year, though. I don't see. I don't. I don't think. I think Fields is fine, but if it's between Bryce Young and and Fields, it's like, and that that might play a factor in some things. Is this the first time Alabama's gonna have like a a top quarterback in the draft? I mean, Jalen Hurts. Tua. Uh, yeah, Tua, but Tua's kind of garbage. It was the fifth pick, man. Yeah, he was the top pick. Yeah, also he's garbage. Tua, Tua was pretty good for a majority of the year. Well, when you got when you got people that are Olympic track speed, I'm just, hey, he, was, he hasn't been bad this year. Is all I'm saying. I'm telling you, he's I'd have a couple touchdowns. A touch, whole lot I'd, worse I'd last a, year. I'd have a couple touchdowns to Tyree Kill this year. Just hit him on the screen, Drew, or fumble that. it and let him pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could have happened. done that. No, no, all I gotta do, all you gotta do is the uh the the pitch the pitch pass where you snap the ball as he's in motion and just toss it to him. I bet he yeah. can score. Yeah. That does count as a completion. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you could do that. That's how you I'll get you. your uh completions up in uh Madden when your quarterback's about fifty percent and run the jet jet pass. Yeah. No, dude, the amount of times that the announcers though, whenever they do that little pop pass in front of them. They're like that was actually a pass. The announcer says that every time. <laughs> yeah, it's like time. it's like in basketball when you're down three and there's like 30 seconds left. And yeah, then you're like they don't need a three here. Yeah, <laughs> two and foul, two and foul. If you're if you're if you're a team here, you don't want like you want the three obviously, but a quick two and a foul work just fine. Oh, the right, quick right. two and a foul you'll hear about 30 <laughs> times over March yeah. Madness's first day. You know, no, I don't want a quick two and a foul. I want a three pointer. 
I, I think it's really possibly agree. a foul. Yeah. I love that. I was, yeah. I think I'd rather take three over two. Is that crazy? Yeah. Well, just tie the game so we don't have to foul. Actually, no, that's one of those, that's one of those shot games. Like if you really want to get drunk, uh, like indisputable video to evidence, that's one of them. Uh, you know, uh, we need any holding get call. two here. Yeah. It's just you know, any of those. If I was a high school coach right now, I think I'd try something different and take 95% of my shots behind the arc. Oh, that's uh there's a kid that just graduated from the high school I coach at actually who goes to Grinnell College. It's a D3 school, and they like they practice only shooting threes. Like they only shoot threes a lot of the times. Because at the other day, if you if you're on fire that day, you're not missing. I mean, you're not it's losing. It's become a huge movement in D3. There's about yeah. like there's like four or five schools that literally do nothing but shoot three points. And if you take a two, you get benched. Yeah, because I mean, if if you if you catch fire for a little bit, you're not losing. I, and dude, if you get if you get five guys who can just strap, and it doesn't matter if you play enough defense for threes, because if you can hit your threes, you doesn't doesn't matter if you play but defense. If there's if there's no threat of you shooting a two pointer, like I feel like that'd be really easy to guard. The, well, Grinnell, I mean, obviously, for Grinnell, and on December 9th of this year, they set a record. They shot 111 threes in a game and won 124 to 67. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think, shot. I mean, obviously, if, if they start just completely guarding the outside, you'd start doing some back cuts in that. But they, yeah. they shot 51% in the second half, and all their points came from behind the arc unless they were at the free throw line. But, I, but I'm telling you, the first, second, and third option is a three-pointer. If it comes to it, do a back cut. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah just, just run to the corner and then run right back to the goal. You're wide open every time. Uh, speaking of finger rolls, though, let's talk about J.J. McCarthy's dad. <laughs> oh boy what was going on there what do you what do you think you say to your pops after that one like what like do you think they talked about that you think they're one of those families that just no we're keeping that one under wraps no I, I, I wouldn't say anything to him if you're the dad yeah no like if i was jj i said i wouldn't say anything to him really dude yeah. it, it's just so funny that his girlfriend probably got more screen time than a majority of like the michigan players and oh, yeah. They, I mean, and then his fucking dad just grabs her ass or just rolls his finger across her ass. It's Honestly, so funny. like, dude, I feel he like meant he, to? he had to have meant to. I feel oh, like was, he didn't mean to, but then he got there and he was like, kind of like <laughs> lingered a little bit. Like he, he just had, to, we're he just, just kind of there. It's like, what do I do? He's like, oh, I'll get a little, I'll get a little feel. Yeah, but like, at this just, point, it's not even. This is gonna sound screwed up, but it's not even worth it. Like, it's not like you you didn't accomplish anything at that point. Yeah, no, I agree. You just made uh, him look weird. Yeah, you just made yeah. yourself look really weird. If, if J.J. McCarthy got three yards, you better believe his family was on the screen right after. Oh, it was crazy. I'm telling you, man, he's going to be the new villain of college football. Like, there's a lot of people that already don't like him. It, he just doesn't, like, do anything. His, his, he looks his at his parents conference. in the middle of the game. He looks at his parents in the middle of the game and says, this game ain't over. And, and, and then dude, afterwards poses for that picture? Like, come on, dude. Dude, he when he was sitting there... All the all the all the memes on Twitter after that game were so funny of making fun of JJ McCarthy just standing there watching TCU. I saw one is like funny thing, blood's not even gonna win win the Big Ten next year. <laughs> oh dude, did you see the one where they uh they uh photoshopped his dad, oh. they zoomed it on his dad's hand and they put it on the screen and JJ just at it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, dude, I, he's he's obviously a good player and like, you know, but but Michigan kind of represents like I don't know. There's a lot of people that don't like a team like Notre Dame or Michigan or, you know, like they don't like that traditional power. 
and he's going to be that like quarterback that they're like, see, look at that fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, uh, kind of like, I'm not, not to this degree, but like, there was a lot of people that hated like Matt Liner or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of like Tim Tebow. Like a lot of people hated that guy because they represented something, you know, like the Christian Leitner effect really. Yeah. Here's the deal. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I've thought this for a long time. People don't like people like that because they kind of look like us. And it just sucks that we don't have we don't have the athletic ability. All the guys you just listed were all white guys, and they all played that sport. Like that's the sport I played, and and I want to be that guy badly. And it sucks that that guy's good looking, getting all the girls at his college, and it's not me. It oh yeah, like that thousand percent, a, a thousand yeah, reoccurring thing. Let's say yeah. if I was a five star athlete right now, well, especially when you see his girlfriend, different. man. Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee you, if I was a five star quarterback at OU, y'all wouldn't like me too much. Jameis, hey, Jameis, Jameis was kind of the same way, but that was, uh, I mean, there's, it is certainly like a little bit of a, a, a white thing. I would agree. Yeah, it's a, if, I, if I'm a, grabbed his phone and you hated it, but it, that'd be sick if it was me. I'll be honest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm JJ McCarthy, I'm, I'm, it makes me kind of happy that people hate me this much because it means I'm doing oh, yeah. something right. And you know that NIL money's being nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Guess, yeah, I'm rich. You're not. I'm the quarterback for Michigan. You're not. Keep my girlfriend's super hot and everybody loves her and i'm dating yeah. yeah yeah oh no i'm not i'm not i'm not hating on the guy i'm just saying that it's going to be it like there's definitely going to be people that do you know what i mean oh yeah i mean he's a heck of a talent but let's so i do want to talk a little bit more about ohio state georgia just just on the on the topic of the game what was that thing that stood out to you guys that you noticed in that game because i i genuinely thought I don't know. I, I didn't think Ohio State was up for that task. And then, I mean, they were, but it's, you know, come up short. It's just such a tough, tough thing to happen. Yeah, just... I feel so bad for their kicker. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he's been good all year and people are sending him death threats, which is ridiculous. I feel so bad for him. I mean, that's, that is the worst reason right there to be a kicker. That reason. Yeah. You could be, you can be the best kicker in the world, but if you don't hit the important one, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just ridiculous that, I can, I understand like people love sports, they get diehard into it, but sending death threats is just outrageous. Yeah, I agree. Oh, obviously, yeah, sending a death threat is, is screwed up. But uh, and I'm not playing devil's advocate for sending death threats. But if you've ever uh, had like a nine leg parlay and somebody fucking loses at the buzzer, there's party that's like, I'm not gonna send him a message or anything, but like, oh, I'm dude, not gonna like me. that guy when I watch him on TV next. Jake, oh yeah, I'll root parlay. against him for sure. Yeah, I had an NBA parlay. That one you were there for it when I was making it, and Kyrie needed one more assist. And I, there were some things I wanted to say about Kyrie. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, and that's the thing about a sports better. If if the guy makes it, like say he say Kyrie hit that, um, or if it's like a college player, I feel like, and you win really, really big, you should send him some money. You know what I mean? No, I'll, I'll send him an appreciation DM, but that's about it. Because you're because you're gonna hate on him. You know, make the appreciation just as strong as the the hate is in that situation. No, he 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 knows my respect. Yeah, but he's I mean, just it, he's getting yeah. played, paid handsomely. Thing is, like, no Ruggles has been in, like a really good kicker all year, and just people because people people will just forget about that because they're, they're just gonna remember him for one moment now. I was absolutely shocked though. They get the ball on that long scramble by Stroud. And there's what I like 27 seconds, something like that. Maybe I, I don't know if that's there. Probably wasn't quite that much. Yeah, time. they could have. They could have gotten closer. They couldn't gotten a lot closer. Yeah. yeah. Brian Day with the hottest quarterback in the country at that point. I mean, CJ Stroud had played his ass off, and he has the hot the hot quarterback that just made a big play, handed the ball off. And I don't know. It, it wasn't a horrible decision, but like, 
I mean, it's kind of well, like a lame decision. Let's see, like, I, I'd throw the ball there, and it's, if yeah. someone's not open immediately, just throw just it throw as far them. as you can out of bounds. And you trust you trust that quarterback. If that quarterback makes a mistake, man, like, you know what? Like, the quarterback's going to get the blame if he makes a mistake. But if you do, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be on you. It's going to be on it's gonna be on Ryan Day. Yeah, I'm sure No Ruggles' mindset's a little different from a, a 30-yarder from a 47-yarder. Yeah. Because yeah, you can tell he tried to kick the shit out of that ball. And it was a 50-yarder. Say it was 40. That's a normal. And it was thing. it was good, but it was just way. Yeah, he just he just tried to hit he hit it on like closer to his heel than to his toe. I oh, guess the moment got the moment yeah. got real big. He got real big on yeah. him real quick. Real yeah, quick. I couldn't imagine Fucking being in his shoes in that moment. Was dropping. Well, so when they when they took the timeout, when Georgia took the timeout, he like took his helmet off. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like it might be normal for kickers, but I noticed. That. I was like, that's eh, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I agree. He might, be, he might be in his head. Yeah. But I would not want to yeah. be that guy kicking it. But he even then, like. I mean, you know the timeout's coming, so I, I understand. I, I, I will never, ever, ever be in that situation in my life. Thank but it, like, you gotta, you gotta realize, hey, this is a national championship. They got a timeout. Why would they not use it here? Yeah, that's that's what I've always thought about like icing kickers. It's like, why go up to the first field goal even remotely thinking you're about to kick it? <laughs> like, because you're gonna get a timeout. Because like, what if what if it's the one time they don't call the timeout? You know, which is an to awesome strategy. To be honest, that is, that, that, feel, that's my I game. feel like you would feel like it'd be more in my head. I'd be more in my own head if they didn't call timeout, like saying, so, "Oh, they, oh, what game was that?" I'm uh, thinking about it more in the first kick than I would the second because at least I get a I get a warm up kick if they call timeout. Yeah. yeah. What, but, what game was that? Was that I think that was the Niners game this weekend where they called the timeout. The guy missed the field goal, and then after the timeout, he nailed it, sent him to overtime. See, I feel like I'd be more nervous when I first run out there than sitting out there for longer. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. There's there's millions of people watching you in that moment. I don't know how I'm feeling in that situation. Well, there's millions of people watching you if they call the timeout or not. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying that mo- that is a that's a large moment. That's a very long yeah. timeout for the kicker. A very yeah. long timeout. You think you think before they took the timeout, they, you know, it was less people, and then some people were like, "I think I might tune in." Now that they called a timeout to freeze him. Hey, <laughs> and I will say, he definitely could hear the people or the crowd chanting the like time for the ball drop. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't care if it is the real counter. Someone's counting down on me while I'm doing something. It's going to stress me out. Oh yeah, hey, uh, Jake. I know you told me to schedule that tweet, but I, I tweeted it about. Four minutes ago, it's already got thirteen uh, votes, and you're actually leading so far. Nice, nice. Wow. What? How did you word it? Let's see. I said, "Would you would you have wanted targeting to be called allowed the free play at the end of the TCU Michigan game? Yes, they deserve it, or no, the game was over." Okay, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not telling you that I'm I'm right. I'm just telling you. No, that no, 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 no. I just feel like the the like the um. I mean, we're back in this discussion, but I feel like it wasn't enough to change the outcome of the game. You know, no, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, but hey, let's, uh, let's talk about the two lane game. Yeah, I was, I was, what I was gonna say the um, the two lane game was absolutely that is what college football dreams are made of. I mean, we woke up that morning thinking there's a couple of games on, but the playoff was incredible. You know, we got what we wanted out of that, and I mean, college football just delivered. They gave us a gift wrapped. You know, I mean, that was incredible, an incredible game. And I mean, USC didn't punt the ball and lost the game. That's what college football is made. Of. That would never happen. Would that ever happen in the NFL? No, no, no. I just don't think it would. Like, like th- that kind of game where Tulane wins the game. I mean, just incredible. That's what college football is made of. And it had a college basketball, like, you know, upset feel to it to me. You know, I'm, 
with oh yeah, I'm just gonna give oh you some good karma. It paid out. It paid out that other day because when uh the hurricane hit and they played and they were supposed to play, we were supposed to play in New Orleans. We painted the logo, their logo on our field. I feel like that was just the karma god saying, "Here you go." Hey, TCU anyway. has had Lincoln Riley's number. And it, and it, uh, and it helped. You, you mean Tulane? Tulane, Tulane. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but what it made it even better. It made it even TCU. better that was that it was oh. Mario Williams fumbling on the one yard line. That that brought me a smile. Oh my gosh, dude! I'm so I went to the game. I why that was like ridiculous that he did that. Like that was like the biggest mess up of all time. In my opinion, for that kid. When I it saw be- him stomping on o- his OU gear, good. I'm glad it was enough. beautiful. What? And then the safety. What in the hell was he doing though? Ah. So it was a line drive kick to the left, like it was curling that way. It was a it was a corner kick. He should have just let it go, like literally yeah. just let it go. Because either way, it would have been better. It's a touchback. Yeah. Or it's out of bounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Either way, it's like good for you. I don't yeah. know what he was trying to do. Well, he doesn't normally trigger turn kicks, from what I understood. I have no idea. And no, I will I say, agree. I will say, every time I've watched the Lincoln Rally team, he switches up the punt returners and the kick returners all the time. Oh, yeah. Remember oh. Eric Gray fumbling? Yeah. It makes, Why it makes he, it even. When was he ever returning punts before then? Never. It makes it even more poetic that he refuses to hire a special teams coach. And he's had multiple articles talking about it, like, he, like why he doesn't do it. And it's cost him two games that I can remember now, three actually, just because some stupid special teams mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if if you hire a special teams coach, I don't know if that makes the whole difference. But yeah, sure, certainly. Man. Well, I mean, I mean, set of eyes. It happens to Lincoln Rally more than other other coaches. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you could. I don't know if you can put the. Eh. I don't know. I don't if know. That part's on Lincoln Rally. I'll say the defense is. I mean, it I was I was about to say it's on Lincoln Rally for keeping the same defensive coordinator for six years that has had. Mm-hmm. Him and Alex Rich. It is absurd. Good they they do not tackle. No, yeah, Alex know. Rich. Alex Rich must have some dirt in Lincoln Riley and said, "You fire me." <laughs> you think you bad think, things are coming? You think Lincoln Riley, uh, you know, maybe uh, did the did the JJ McCarthy dad to Alex Grinch's wife or something? He's got <laughs> he, yeah, he has some dirt, he has some dirt and says, "If you fire me, your career your career is over." Yeah, I've just never seen anyone retain a coach who was just consistently pumped out bottom tier defenses. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Hey, hey, hey. I, I don't want to. I don't want to deteriorate from this conversation. But let's. We're, we're talking about the wrong side of this. Tulane just had the best upset of the year, That's and we're right. talking yeah. about a defense. What are we doing here? Tulane's awesome. They're cutting no champs, man. Tulane's freaking awesome. I agree. I agree. Hey, roll wave. They're down roll wave. points, and they won the game. Can we talk about I mean, a certain Tulane fan as well? Oh, I love her. I follow her on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> How many followers does she have now? It's incredible. She she uh, gained like, she like gained 4, eighty thousand followers on TikTok in about because she she posted TikTok of her and she gained eighty thousand followers on TikTok that day. Good, that's right wild. Because I saw a TikTok about it because the guy that posted TikTok about it he, he was mad that he didn't. He said, "This was me. I did this." And was it Jack said, Mac? He, yeah, he said she had eight hundred followers when I pointed this out. She now has eight eighty nine thousand. If if all else fails in my life. And I am single a year and a half from now. I'm gonna go down to Tulane University and just hang out for a weekend. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, man, those were incredible zoom ins on the on the student section all game long, every single time. I will say, Calvin, it, it did seem like even just watching it from the from uh, the TV. So, so just to give our viewers or our listeners uh, some some context here, 
I'm I'm driving home from from Norman in Oklahoma City uh, back to Bartlesville, and I'm like an hour, probably an hour and a half into my drive, and Brett, Brett and Calvin basically are like, "Do you want to go to the Cotton Bowl, man? It's tomorrow at like noon, which is like four and a half hours away." I'm like, no, <laughs> like this is not gonna be a good game. It ended up being the game of the year. I mean, just uh, incredible. Yeah. I was on the TV side. It was nuts. I didn't want to go because I didn't want to see happy USC fans, and I wish I would have gone now. Drew, uh, I'm telling you, that was the perfect game for you to go to. Caleb oh, Williams it, has an awesome game, and, and yeah. at the end of the day, Lincoln Riley screws it for USC. And Tulane's Cotton Bowl champs. You know, the, the face that Caleb Williams had on the bench when they still had the lead says it all. I mean, he had absolutely he zero faith. Zero he faith. He said, he where's, exactly where's, he said, where's the Did big he white cry? tight end at? No, he didn't miss that. No. I, mean, I think he's okay. I, I know, but he has cried for a lot less. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, go, going back to the defense part, I'm just saying, like, the, the, the tight end on the other team has to have an invisible, invisibility cloak on or something because he is open every time. Every time. Uh, My, Michael Pratt is incredible. That quarterback is awesome. I, um, I, I'd like everyone to know that a year ago, I had a Tulane dynasty, and Michael Pratt won Heisman and won a Natty. Uh, it, it also he didn't have that great of a game. Uh, if you look at his stats, he had a play at the beginning of the game which went for eighty-seven yards, and at halftime, I think he had two picks and one hundred and seventeen yards because one of them was eighty-seven yards. Uh, he was awesome, but Caleb Williams, man, was it was really cool to watch him and not root against him at all because I didn't care. It, he did things that I've never seen a quarterback do before. And he was even while his hamstring was injured because he could have scrambled so many times, but he didn't because his hamstring injury. He just ran out of the pocket, sat there for twelve seconds, and then a dime thirty yards downfield. Yeah, I'm like telling every- you right now, he might be he might be the best quarterback prospect I've seen in my lifetime. Dude, he's I was awesome. about to say, is he's he so like, good. is he is he one of the best college quarterbacks we've ever seen? Is this Talent-wise, one of the best yeah. quarterbacks we've ever seen? Talent wise, yes. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. He's incredible, but I'm just telling you, like Bryce Young. Like that guy's he's special. Like that, hey, there, there's nothing, there's nothing against Caleb Williams, but like uh, to say that like Bryce Young isn't in the same stratosphere would be like crazy. No, no I'm, I, saying, I'm, I'm saying he you. is, but I think if I if it came down to it, and I'm an NFL GM, you you give me one choice of the two, I think I'm gonna take Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, probably. I, I mean, Caleb so just hard. It would be incredibly hard for me to pass up on Bryce Young. Oh, you can't. I, I mean, you can't Caleb go wrong just with makes one of them. Absolutely nothing into touchdowns i i don't get it he doesn't every time the kansas game last year for example he just took the ball yeah no no he's an incredible player but i'm just telling you right now if if bryce young didn't play against kansas state i genuinely think kansas state would have won that game i think if kansas state had bryce young they would have beaten alabama by the same score like he's just that good yeah he's insane and like i mean i mean maybe that's crazy to say because kansas state was thoroughly dominated in the middle two quarters but like Bryce Young is insane player, and he just makes such a difference. I mean, he carried that Alabama team this year. Carried it's him. just, it's just, it's shocking to me that you can expect like a Lincoln Riley offense for the quarterback to throw for five hundred yards and five touchdowns, and you still can't be sure if they're going to win the game or not. It's just incredible. I mean, we were pretty sure. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did feel like there was going to be a point when Tulane kind of just like stops answering the call. You know what I mean? Um, but that never happened. Like, and, and I feel like if you can't make one adjustment to stop them a couple times, like you're just not a very good coordinator. Also, that uh, give that, that, give that running back an NFL. Yeah, that running contract. back is awesome. Yeah, they, Ty, sh- Ty they Ty shut Spears. down Michael Pratt. They shut down Michael Pratt, the quarterback. It, it Tajay Spears was just 
insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. Uh, USC has a couple good players on defense, too. They have that uh, defensive tackle who's he's a first-team All-American. He had, like, 13 and a half sacks this year. So, I mean, they got talent on the defensive side of the ball. It's just – I'm telling you right now, I think Alex Ranch just doesn't know how to coach him. It's almost like his defensive system of small guys who run fast doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is his first it's year at USC, but it's just, yeah. It's like, well, the thing is, but Jake, did our defense got worse at OU with him. No, it got, it got, it got better, but it got, it got better, better and then worse. Yeah. The same issue is still there, though. I mean, we went like, from 126 to 115. I don't. It's like he wants. It's like he wants the opposing quarterback to go out, go out of the pocket so his fast defensive lineman can try to chase him down. And you saw that in the you saw that in the Tulane game too. That that worked a few times for, but that's not a sustainable game plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he, I'd rather him. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather him but, pressure him in the pocket. But again, but again, Tulane won the Cotton Bowl this year. Electric, electric. They were two. Didn't they 12, only win like two, two games last year? Last year? Two games. Won two yes. games. Same coach. And they won. That guy's that guy's going to be hired somewhere at a big job in the next few years. Well, he was rumored to get to the Georgia Tech job, but it didn't end up happening this this offseason. But yeah, if Tulane I mean, has another good year. He's he's going to be a good Power Five coach. I don't even know you, his name. Kind of old. How though, you, thing. How'd you feel if uh if OSU were to move on from Gundy and hired hired the Tulane coach? No, would we need pumped? Jeff Trailer, UTSA coach. That's what we need. Jeff guy, trailer. UTSA is good. What? For a couple years now. UTSA is a good team. Yeah, that would be a great hire. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look okay, but just just to go back to the Cotton Bowl. I mean, Caleb Williams, thirty-seven for fifty-two, four hundred sixty-two yards, five touchdowns. He did have an interception. Um, his QBR is almost a hundred, and they lost the game. Like, yeah. So saying it's it's ridiculous that you can expect that from the Lincoln Rally quarterback. Was like you can expect those type of stats, and you can still you, like you can see those stats. You can't see the final score, and you say, "Well, there's a chance they probably lost." They didn't punt. They did not punt the football, and they lost. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. insane. It's insane. God, when when it's when you're when you're when the other defense is incapable of stopping you, you should beat that team by sixty. It's also yeah. Lincoln Riley's first loss in the uh, Cotton Bowl. In AT and T Stadium, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one. Yeah, yeah, because he was undefeated because OU would go every other day. So, so uh, I, this is not a reliable resource, as it was Brady Rigdon that told me this. But um, <laughs> Lincoln Riley maybe going to Denver is that a thing? That that's no, that's no. a very big rumor. It, we 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 interviewed Tattoo Baker. He does it. He does this every year where he makes like a like a a graphic that says that Lincoln Riley is going to be interviewed for the Broncos job and stuff like that, just to stir up the pot a little bit. It was actually it, it was actually rumored though because I saw a thing on ESPN about it. Well, it'd be funny. I, I mean, I feel like any. <laughs> what if Tattoo any... Baker started this ESPN rumor? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Uh, if he uh, if he if he leaves, it'll be funny. I'll laugh. Oh, I mean, ESPN, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, ESPN has definitely um, reported on things that were tweeted by Ballsack Sports. I mean, it's not on yeah, it's fair. Yeah. It's not out of the realm. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it on ESPN, but I mean, hey, could be could be tattoo Baker for a while. That's what we that's what we need to start doing is is start saying things and then getting ESPN to care about us. Yeah, tattoo Baker has like seventy k followers. If Lincoln were to leave, if Lincoln were to leave, do you think Caleb Williams would stay, or do you think he'd transfer somewhere else? I just don't. Yeah, I think he's staying. No point to leave again. 
he's, really he's got one year left. Like OU, though. Yeah. He really and cool. I mean, their so, recruiting hey. class is, is surely awesome. Hey, if, if USC, so say Lincoln leaves USC, does USC then just hire Garrett Riley? Probably. That would be such a, like, uh, I think that'd be great. I think it'd be a great hire. He's a good, I mean, he's a damn good coach. I mean, Garrett Riley's going to be a head coach soon. He's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. yeah. What a season. Especially, dude, if they win, he's getting hired this year. By who? Though? Someone. Uh, I don't know. Has he been a head coach before? Hey, Calvin, no. I hate to be this guy. If if something happens with Gundy and we uh, are out a head coach, I'm not going to be pissed if Garrett Riley's the head coach. I'll just say that. I certainly – I don't know. what You can be that guy all you want. I'll be that guy with mm. you. I'm fine. My my hate that for the Riley family me. would skyrocket. That would that would, that would would wrap it up for the Riley family. <laughs> that would do it. He, he names his, his – he starts naming his, uh, his dog Pistol Pete or something like that instead of Boomer. <laughs> Tucker. Yeah, no, Tucker. <laughs> hey, I'm right now. If I saw Garrett, Garrett Riley, Riley versus uh, Lincoln Riley matchup, OSU versus USC, I'm saying go Pokes all day. Come on. I appreciate that, man. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, go Pokes. All right. Well, that's our pod. Follow us on the socials at Three Man Rush FB. You guys, anything else you want to say to listeners? We love you guys. Love you guys. Hug your mom. Tell you Hug love your dad. Her. Don't, 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 grope, don't grope your son's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. See you don't again. do it. <laughs>